the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. A Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. We think that listening with our app is a great investment of your time. Download it free today. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Colorado Governor Jared Polis says he's activated some National Guard troops ahead of this weekend's winter storm. That'll be about 50 uh, members of the Guard that will be able to assert, uh, assist with search and rescue included with specialized vehicles for that purpose. That storm could deliver several feet of snow in some areas. Washington Governor Jay Inslee says the impact of the coronavirus pandemic on the mental health of children has been alarming and plain to see, so he said it's time for kids to get back to school. Now our state will require schools to offer both in-person instruction for students and families who want it and remote learning options for those who prefer to remain in that situation. Doctors around the world have been saying they're seeing children with coronavirus-related phobias tied to their isolation. In some cases, phobias, tics, even eating disorders. This is SRN News. What kind of legacy will you leave behind? Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike as they'll be discussing your legacy issues, the necessary steps you need to take to ensure your affairs are in order and that you're not leaving a mess for those you love. Whether you're young or old, rich or not so rich, this topic is critical for you, your spouse, and your loved ones. Listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on The Biz 1440, or call them today at 855-231-6010. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing. But are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers, making buying decisions right now and for the future. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue. Pick it up or take it out, rackshacktogo.com or com. It's so easy. Hey, you've been working hard. Half the staff is gone and your crew needs a lift. Go to rackshacktogo.com for pickup or rackshackdelivery.com and we'll bring it out to you. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue. Uh-huh. on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Is it his time? Yes! Where's your hat? Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. We're waiting. It's the King Banyan Show. Your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Thank you very little. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Let's go while we're young. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Thank you so very much for being with, with us here. Uh, and indeed, uh, being with us for a long, long time. The uh, We just passed year 17 of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And we're celebrating this Friday. This coming Friday is the is the 20th birthday of 
of the Patriot of AM 1280, where the Narn began. So Saturday, next week, next week, we're getting the band back together. Okay, so you really ought to, ought to join us for that. Okay, uh, so that's going to be from 1 to 5 next next Saturday uh, on the 20th. Uh, you'll, hear from, uh, you'll hear from Mitch Berg and Brad Carlson, who uh, still occupy the Northern Alliance Radio Network every week, 1 to 3, over uh, every weekend, 1 to 3, both Saturdays and Sundays, on the, on the Patriot. Um, you'll get... Um, You'll get guest appearances from Scott Johnson and John Hinderocker of Powerline, Ed Morrissey of Hot Air, Chad the Elder and Brian Ward of uh, Fratres Libertas, former producers John Osborne and uh, Tommy Wynn, um, and yours truly uh, will be connecting as well. Um, it's going to be presented. Uh, we've got, we've, I mean, it's going to be such an extravaganza. We we could not contain ourselves to to um, one sponsor. Uh, Great Garage Door is going to be with us, as they always are. Uh, we thank them for that. And then the Upper Midwest Law Center, which includes uh, one of our, um, it, it, which is directed by one of our uh, one of our original NARN members, uh, and uh, provides uh, pro freedom litigation to protect against government overreach and special interest agendas. Uh, I am uh, happy to take part in that. That will be next weekend. Uh, that will run for my goodness. It's gonna run. It's gonna run for uh, four hours. Um, and I understand that lots of lots of barbecue will be consumed, uh, but not by me because I'll be doing the show from up here. We'll do our regular show here, nine to eleven, here on the Biz fourteen forty. I will go. I will go find uh, uh, a substitute for the barbecue that they're going to be having down there. Okay, I'm leaning tacos. Uh, suggestions are permitted. Uh, just use the hashtag PoundKBRS on Twitter or call us at 651-289-4477. What should I eat if I can't join them for the for the uh, if I can't join them for bur- barbecue? What do you think I should have? There, in fact. That is a memory in itself. Okay. Uh, Brian substitute hosting, uh, substitute producing for us today. And Brian will be unaware of this, but uh, I think most of the team uh, uh, will have forgotten. John will remember. Uh, John Osborne will remember because he was our producer back then, uh, as well as uh, Mitch and Ed will remember because they were there for it. When I joined the NARN, I was a vegetarian, and at that particular moment, I had been a vegetarian for approximately 16 years. Um, and for a variety of reasons that I'm not going to explain, um, I um, I ended up having to give up vegetarianism um, for actually for medical reasons, um, and um, it's complicated. However. I was hesitant on what to do, and, and it happened right around the time of the state fair. And so there is Narn uh, tape of a show at the state fair. And in my head, it has to be, I think, 2009 or 2010, at which the audience chose which meat I would consume to end my 22 years of vegetarianism. That's how committed I am to the narning you should be too. Okay, so join us next join us next week, won't you? One to five over on AM twelve A of the Patriot. It will be a blast. It's gonna be great to talk to some of my old friends. I haven't talked to I haven't talked to uh Scott Johnson uh on by voice for some time, nor Chad or Brian, so I am super looking forward to that. Uh that'll be great. Um your calls welcome at six five one two eight nine four four seven seven or hit us up on Twitter at pound kbrs is the is the tag. Uh, I am uh, I I am uh, interested in our conversations. The Twitter is the Twitter is going uh, right now. Jack and Don are are chatting with me. Frank has been communicating earlier this morning uh, pre-show. Uh, and uh, you're invited to join in there as well, or just give us that call again at 651-289-4477. As I said in the first hour, I think we're approaching a moment in which 
the Fed having its having its uh, FOMC meeting this week, Tuesday and Wednesday, is going to have some very important decisions to make. I think in light of all the news about vaccines, in light of the $1.9 trillion, trillion dollar, I don't know, relief bill, stimulus bill, whatever you want to call the American Rescue Plan, uh, is what the uh, is what the official title of it was um, signed into signed into law by President Biden Thursday. Uh, it was interesting, wasn't it? By the way, they were they had planned for a Friday signing ceremony and then they moved it up a day. I've not heard the explanation of why they did that. If there was some if there was some reason why 24 hours mattered to them, because they had it sort of all mapped out that he was going to give a national address on Thursday night, and then they're going to come back on Friday. There was going to be a signing and and so forth. Instead, he signed it kind of before the press conference in a bit of a hurry. Um, I, 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 it, it is it is to me um, pretty interesting. They did that. But hidden in this, unless you were, unless you are, unless you are sort of big into uh, uh, this sort of uh, into the bowels of the Fed um, and, and monetary policy action, you probably don't know what a supplemental leverage ratio is. Um, the um, the uh, here's what it is: supplemental leverage ratio. Is a is is a way that the Fed tried to help build liquidity, and this why I'm doing it now is because we're at the one year point of this expansion of the SLR. Okay, so I'm going to use SLR because supplemental supplemental leverage ratio is something I can stumble over pretty easily. But for those of you in photography, you hear SLR and you think single lens reflex, right? I'm not talking about that. So I'm talking about the supplemental leverage ratio because I don't know a thing about photography. I do know something about supplemental leverage ratios. So that's where we're going to go. So March, okay, so what did they do? They, the intention was this. The Fed, the Fed in, in March of 2020 had a liquidity crisis happen. If you'll go back, if you're a member of our VIP club here on the Biz 1440, you can go back in, in the podcast of the King Banyan Show. Just click on the podcast and look and go all the way down to that period about a year ago. And I don't think I talked about it on the week, but a week or two later, and I'll see if I can find I'll find I'll see if I can find the hour and I'll tweet it to you at pound KBRS. You will see that we talked about the fact that there was a liquidity crisis at that time. The significant liquidity crisis. Uh, documented, in fact, in April by a very nice piece done um, by the New York Fed at, the, at, at a blog they operate called Liberty Street Economics. Called Liberty Street because that's the name of the street the New York Fed, Fed is housed on. Um, You'll remember, so on March 15th, the Fed announced that they were going to buy aggressively treasury securities and agency mortgage-backed securities. In other words, they were going to reinitiate quantitative easing. In that period, between March 15th and March 31st, when the supplemental liquidity ratio was put in place, the Fed purchased $775 billion in Treasury securities and $291 billion in Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac uh, obligations, okay, mortgage-backed securities. So that's over a trillion dollars, do the math, right? That's over a trillion dollars. And at the time, the Fed's balance sheet was under $4 trillion. Now the balance sheet is 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 speeding toward eight. They've approximately doubled the balance sheet in a year. Think about that. That's an anniversary we're celebrating right now. Part of that, part of that was this was this this uh, SLR. So why would they do that? 
what they did was the Fed said, we're going to allow banks to build liquidity on their balance sheet by taking customer deposits because we knew that people wanted to save money. We knew they were going to end up saving money because they were going to because this the CARES Act was going to send $1,200 checks to everybody. And those $1,200 checks were probably going to get deposited or going to pay down debt or something that was going to end up putting cash on the books of our banks in the form of deposits. Now, when you put the deposits on, the, on, on that account, those banks are probably not going to hold it as vault cash, just burning a hole in their pocket. So they're going to want to hold a security that generates some return on it. Typically, when you do that, you when you when you buy that asset you have to hold a certain fraction of capital to offset the default risk of the asset you bought that's what a leverage ratio is what the fed did in march of 2020 is say banks if you buy a treasury security with that you don't have to add to your capital or the or in other words the the SLR for treasury securities became zero you don't have to hold any, so you don't have to hold any any there's no reserve requirement on that deposit and if you buy a treasury security there is no there's no capital requirement for holding a treasury security anymore now what they did what they did was they've tr is that they've taken on the banks have taken on 1.2 trillion dollars of additional reserves and that and at the same time a lot of it a big chunk of it more than half has been given over to uh, to holding treasury securities rather than leaving it deposited the fed as excess reserves receiving interest on re interest on reserves the banks are holding treasury securities why because they can they can get a return on those treasury securities and they do not have to hold capital as a loan loss provision against them we'll explain more of this in a moment because the decision on this is coming up this week you're listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. We were going to write something flashy about streaming us at radio.com. But considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to the Biz 1440 on the free radio.com app. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. You may have heard a newer voice on some of our ads recently. I'd like to formally introduce you to our newest office guy. Hey, I'm Isaiah Mulstead. I've known Isaiah's family for a while now, and we are very excited to have him aboard. The Lord sure has been faithful in providing fantastic people to be a part of our team. This season, with a dedicated gutter logistics person, we are able to be more specialized in our office. When you call us, there's a good chance you'll get to talk with Isaiah. We at the Kingdom Builders are looking forward to another year of providing roofing and gutter services to the Twin Cities metro area. It's amazing to think about how blessed I have been since starting this business. Thank you to those of you who have trusted us to work on your home, and especially to the Lord for continued opportunity and provision. If you have any questions on your roof or gutters, feel free to call us here at the office at 612-900-9166 or look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. The Polar Plunge for Special Olympics Minnesota is back, and this year there are two ways to plunge, in person and virtually. Engage your employees while working from home and create a corporate plunge team. Register to plunge in person at one of 21 locations or take the virtual plunge from your own home. Not only are you supporting an amazing cause, but you can win incredible prizes, including a year's worth of coffee, a brand new Polaris Indy snowmobile, and more. Support Special Olympics Minnesota and register at plungemn.org. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. 
I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. In an era of fake news and misleading headlines, turn to a leader in accurate reporting, townhall.com. Get caught up with today's top stories, find brilliant commentary from our columnists, and have a laugh with our political cartoons at townhall.com. Welcome back. King Banyan Show. It is 1440. Thank you for listening today. Just a reminder, we've got uh, we've got Bison uh, football this afternoon. So weird to say football in the spring, isn't it? Okay, but it's on this afternoon because just like our graduation, uh, we did graduation in March and everyone's like, well, that seems early. It's like, no, actually, it's late. <laughs> we did it. We we did the one we were supposed to do in December, but couldn't. So we just did that one. We just did that one instead. Uh, and that particular one. But uh, today, uh, Bison football, uh, 2 p.m. pregame and 2.30 kickoff against the Illinois State Redbirds. Um, so that's happening this afternoon. The Bison just keep rolling along and uh, we wish them good luck this afternoon with that. Um Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. The number to call with questions, comments, uh, concerns, um, um, suggestions. While while the rest of the Narn boys next weekend are eating uh, are eating uh, uh, barbecue, um, what do you think I should have? Because I'm not going to be shut out. I'm not. I, I'm going to make sure we've got some we've got some food up here, even though it's going to be a party for one. Uh, we're going to, we're going to make, we're going to make something happen up here for sure. And I have to tell you, I, I, you think about the, the ways in which, um, businesses have been changed by COVID. I'll get back to the Fed story in just a second. You think about the ways in which the, uh, places have been changed by COVID. There is a small Mexican, kind of a hole in the wall restaurant probably has, Oh, gosh, I'm doing math quickly in my head because I've worked around restaurants a fair amount. Probably has about 40 chairs um, in a strip mall right on Division Street, the main the main east-west drag through St. Cloud. Um, and and um, about a year before, they closed for two, uh, in, somewhere in 2019, they closed for two weeks so that they could install a drive-up window. And then in the in the winter of 2020, they open up a second restaurant strategically placed between where all the downtown bars are in the university. So that, so that as you pass back by on your way back after you've gone downtown for uh, for for uh, gathering with your friends, uh, if you're in need of a late night, if you're in need of a late night taco or burrito you're good. They opened it about six weeks before COVID happened. Um, it's been closed pretty much since for about a year. But that little drive through window, man, it's amazing. That place has done gangbusters and they're doing great in that place. And when I asked them about the other space, they're like, we'll get to it at some point. I, I don't know if they're if they're if their landlords give them some forgiveness. I actually know who the landlord is. I haven't asked. It's a little nosy for me to do that. Um, the, um, the so that's that's no big deal, right? That's no big deal. 
I, uh, I would just suggest to you to look up, um, just look up a taco shop on Division Street and look at the variety of meats that are available in the taco shop. Holy cow. Holy cow. Now I'm a simple, I'm a simple guy. I like shredded beef tacos, but we could, we could swing out into something different. Okay. Cause it's kind of a narn tradition. Make King eat something funky. It's a good way to go. 651-289-4477. You can give us our, your suggestions on the phone if you wish. Uh, 651-289-4477. Uh, anyway, uh, you can, uh, let me go back to, to what's happening here at, at with this supplemental leverage ratio. It's important because if they don't accommodate, banks are going to have to start shrinking balance sheets which means they're going to push reserves out into the marketplace, which is going to raise short-term uh, short-term interest rates and will have repercussions up and down the, the treasury market. This is why I say what the Fed is going to do is going to be very, very critical. Be very, very critical here. And the reason I say that is, is because... The economy has has had this um, this very um, this very different uh, um, uh, this very different impact a year later. Yet, and some of the some of the changes in in Fed policy, for example, taking down a number of the different lending facilities that were developed a year ago, has been there. But here's one where they haven't said what they want to do yet, which is kind of strange. And yet the marketplace is flooded with treasuries and more treasuries are coming. Let me let me play this little clip. And this is why I pulled this clip out. This is this is clip three coming up. This is Elon Moy. Um, she's a reporter for CNBC um, and she was on a segment. Uh, she was on a segment uh, yesterday. Um, talking about the amount of spending uh, that's happened. They say it's averting an economic meltdown, but listen to where all the money is going. Play clip three, please. Well, good morning, Mike. It is so easy to forget the sheer magnitude of fiscal support that we have seen over the past year. But there were five bills signed into law, $4 trillion in spending, and a new record for red ink. We spent $1.7 trillion on loan programs alone, like the PPP and support for airlines. Another $673 billion went toward income support. Think unemployment insurance. $472 billion went directly to testing, vaccines, and other measures to fight the virus itself. And we've sent $458 billion directly to the American people in the form of stimulus checks. And together, that has helped drive the national debt to equal the size of the economy. And if we stay on this track, it'll be double GDP in 2051, blowing all previous records out of the water. Now, that doesn't even take into account the $1.9 trillion COVID relief package that is currently working its way through Congress. When you add that to the mix, the pandemic response will total 4.6% of GDP. For comparison, the response to the Great Recession was just 2.4% of GDP. Now, as the debt has piled up, the political will for more spending has dwindled, guys, leading to the kind of party-line votes that we're getting now. Back to you. So if you think about that particular piece of the spending, 4.6% of GDP, right? GDP is approximately $23 trillion right now. Right, 4.6% of that number, you can do the math, means that you've got over a trillion dollars of debt added to uh, what? Okay, you've got about you've got about a trillion dollars added to the debt just this year. The debt will represent 20 will represent 200% of GDP, just the federal debt, not taking into account state and local, not taking into account corporate debt, not taking into account household debt, just the federal side, based on current budget trends, would reach over 200% of GDP by 2050. Now, it's very, it's a, it's, 
there is something that we refer to as a as a budget constraint um which is that government spending can only be paid for in one of three ways you either have to tax you have to borrow or you have to print you can tax your citizens you can borrow money on the market or you can print money you can print new bills and pay for your things just with with crispy nice smelling new bills but you can't do you have to do that that's that's simply that I mean, that's just math. That's just accounting. Someone has, if we're going to do it by issuing debt, which is what we're doing now, somebody has to buy it. I return to the SLR to point out simply that if if all of a sudden the, the banks are told you have to hold capital against your treasury debt holdings okay so if you hold treasury bonds you now have to have additional capital one thing that's going to happen is some banks are going to say well then i don't really want that treasury those treasury bonds anymore i'm going to sell them and if there's an increased supply of treasuries in the marketplace that pushes their price down and pushes interest rates up as a result and so there's going to be some interest rate volatility that results from that but I think there's more to it than just that. And what I want to do is explain that to you next year. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. The following is a paid announcement. The advertiser was paid a marketing fee for a digital campaign. Please make sure to review our disclaimer on our report page. The new year is here, and the time is now to capitalize on the EV stocks boom in the U.S. markets. Text the word TRADE to 48542. Here's a great opportunity that we've uncovered in the electronic vehicle space, and it's a great time to explore the massive profit potential of the EV sector with your free subscription to Energy Market Today when you text the word TRADE to 48542. The world is scrambling for sufficient nickel and lithium supply for the EV industry. We've identified a company that could be well-positioned as the EV market drives demand for these materials. According to analysts, total EV sales are expected to grow from approximately 2.5 million units in 2020 to around 11.2 million units in 2025, then reach about 31.1 million vehicles sold worldwide by 2030. Get your free subscription to Energy Market today when you text the word TRADE to 48542. Text the word TRADE to 48542. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-482-8399. 800-482-8399. That's 800 482 8399. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Minnesota needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com.
Welcome back. You know, never been a huge fan of of reggae or ska or any of that stuff, but that song is just just puts you in a mood, doesn't it? Almost feels like you should have a have um, uh, some Tommy Bahama wear on and uh, be holding a uh, a very watered down beer. Um, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. Number to call. Questions and comments. Uh, we're talking about the uh, supplemental leverage ratio, or SLR for short. Uh, and what we said was, if if the the Fed needs to act on this, it ex- the the current regulation expires in at the end of this month. It is practically inconceivable, and I think it would be malpractice for the Fed just to let it run off and say, yeah, that's not, that's not a that's not an issue. One, it's likely to make short-term interest rates rise, and I suspect that that'll have impact up and down the uh, up and down the uh, um, up and down the yield curve, so that long rates would go up along with it. I think that would be disruptive to to housing markets and so forth. Um, the reason why I think it's it's even bigger issue would be would be that um, you now, if you can't carry liquidity on your books, okay, meaning if you can't if you can't afford to hold as many treasury securities as you as you normally would. And the reason you hold treasuries is it's the most liquid market that's out there. You should be able to convert a treasury to cash just like that. And that and what happened a year ago was you couldn't. The ask bid spread, which is normally like one or two hundredths of a cent of difference widened all the way out to to um maybe one tenth okay so the one tenth or even like a um two tenths of a cent that is huge in that marketplace okay so bid ask spreads got higher the number the the, the amount of bids and asks that were out there were were smaller. You don't want that kind of disruption. The other issue is, even if liquidity holds up, if you now have a capital requirement on those treasuries, banks lose liquidity. They're going to have to figure out then who gets credit, right? Who can we? Who will we be willing to share our liquidity with, and who might we not share liquidity with going forward? You have you have businesses out there who have made it through a year of the pandemic, like my little Mexican restaurant here, who likely received uh, uh, PPP loans. We hope to heck that they're not going to be taxed here in Minnesota. It strikes me as as counterproductive. I'll put it that way. Um, we have we 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 have firms that need to sort of reliquify, get themselves borrow again so they can get back on to task for um, they can get back on on task to produce goods and services. That is going to be so as they come back to the to ramp up their operations, they need cash, they need liquidity. And it's at that particular moment, given everything else you've said, that the Fed might decide to pull things back, but might decide not to do that? No, they're they're absolutely, absolutely not going to do that. Okay, so you might wonder why am I obsessed so much about something that I don't believe the Fed, uh, uh, the Fed's the Fed's going to do? I th- again, I think, um, I think that that's, I think how you communicate that is a big part of what you're telling, the telling the marketplace. The market knows the inflation story, and people have pretty much drawn up what, frankly, has been battlegrounds uh, about whether or not they think inflation is going to be higher in the short run or the long run. Okay, and and they've placed their bets on that. I don't know that the banks are the. I think everyone expects that the Fed's going to push this back, but the fact that the Fed has let this go until 
we are 18 days to the expiration of this of this uh, this supplemental liquidity ratio, the leverage ratio, excuse me. Okay, and if they do not communicate well the plan for SLR, there's a chance that the market disrupts in the very way it did almost exactly a year ago, where you had all of a sudden big swings in interest rates intraday you had you had uh stock markets you know where the dow was moving more than a thousand points this way that way this way that way four days in a row all of that happened and i think it was because the market simply seized up i think the market nobody exactly knew what the value of the collateral on a lot of the different types of loans were happening and so the fed ran a ton of money into the market i'm reading i'm reading an fomc statement that was released intra-meeting on march 15th now intra-meeting fomc statements are in and of themselves rare but um the committee decided to lower the market rate right that's it went it moved the, the it moved down to zero the rate on um on treasuries uh, on the Fed funds rate to the to the zero lower bound at that particular moment. There was one dissenting vote. I'm trying to remember. Was it Mester? Yes. Uh, uh, President Mester, uh, Loretta Mester from Cleveland, um, was supportive of the market, but she only wanted to cut by a quarter point. She didn't want to spend all of that. Um, the um, um, She instead... Uh, wanted to do that. But what the Fed also did at that moment was it said they were going to increase Treasury securities by 500 billion, at least 500 billion, agency mortgage backed securities, the Fannies and the Freddies, by at least 200 billion. We know that they actually went to 775 and 291. They went way above the number they had set. Right. In addition, the open market desk has expanded its overnight and term repurchase agreement operations in a related set of actions to support the credit needs of businesses and households. The Fed announced measures um, uh, related to the discount window, intraday credit, bank capital, and liquidity buffers. The liquidity capital piece is exactly the piece that I'm talking about. That was the one that said that, said that the SLR would go to zero uh, for treasuries. This was um this was a very this was the very important uh piece so i'm looking at so i've just looked at this now um the uh, for many so i'm just reading on the last one um for many years reserve requirements played a central role in the implementation of monetary policy in February 2019, excuse me, January 2019, the FMC announced its intention to implement monetary policy in an ample reserves regime. Reserve requirements do not play a significant role in this operating framework. In light of the shift to amp, an ample reserves regime, the board has reduced reserve requirement ratios to zero, effective on March 26, 2020. If you listen to the King Banyan show here on the Biz 1440, one of the things that you learned, it, it, let me suppose, and suppose you were a student in a business school or you were a student in uh, an economics department someplace in the past. When you took your money in banking course, and I know this well because, because as gets mentioned in the opening, I'm a professor of economics. Money in banking was a course I was hired to teach all the way back in the 1980s. And until I became a dean in 2014, it was in my regular rotation of courses that I taught every year. I always taught the reserve requirement. I always taught, I always taught open market operations in a certain way that the Fed no longer uses to operate. When I go back to the classroom, not if, when, I, I, I'm, I, you know, as long as they're willing, as long as someone doesn't drag me out of here and tells me I have to do something else, I expect someday to be, to be an economics faculty member again. I'm, I, I, I look forward to the day. 
someone says, well, well, you've been a dean. How can you just go back to the classroom? It's like, what do you mean just? It's the most awesome job I can imagine. I love that job. Okay, I only did this one because I thought people needed me at the time. I didn't realize it was going to be a commitment that so far has been seven years and running. But I have to change the entire way I teach money and banking because reserve requirements no longer count in an ample reserves world. The What's happened is banks now, it used to be treasury securities got bought by non-bank institutions and by households. And that's how the treasury financed debt operations. Within this decade, we have fundamentally changed how we finance that debt that's now gonna to go to 200% of GDP. Because we don't fund through the 3Ms and the GMs and the and, and the caterpillars and the and those other corporate balance sheets. No. Banks are now financing US debt. And that means little Fed when the when the government says we're we need to borrow another 1.9 trillion dollars for the American Rescue Plan, that has direct impact on the Fed and on the banks. And at the very same moment that's happening, you have this expiration of this SLR. And I'm saying that there's a potential, just a potential. They might stick the landing. They may have a they may have a Wednesday press conference that everyone walks away and says, "Oh, that was great. I know exactly what's going to happen now." And I it, 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 that might happen. Okay? I will say, and I continue to believe that this particular chair, Jay Powell, is not a good, not as good at this yet in terms of signaling to markets Fed intentions. I don't think he's as good as Ben Bernanke. Um, I don't think he's as good as Janet Yellen. This is a big deal. This is a big deal, and they, and I'm hoping they get it right. But I'm telling you, I'd be prepared just in case. We'll be back with one final segment of the King Banyan Show right after this on The Biz 1440. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. Fire threatens everything in its path. When it threatens our nation and our communities, we respond. We bring the fight to the front line. The Army National Guard stands ready to face the dangers of Mother Nature and protect our homes and our neighbors. We will always be there when your community needs us the most. Discover more about all the ways you can serve part-time in your community by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association at this station. At Salem Media Group, we are looking for sales professionals with a rare blend of talent and skill to be a part of our community. First, you know beyond any doubt that sales is your thing. And while your current situation may not embody this ideal, you are still committed to the consultative process, a sales method that incorporates creativity and partnership deeply rooted in a matchmaker philosophy. Second, you truly are a fanatic about prospecting. You love the hunt. You think about new business all the time and always have your antennas up for leads that make sense. And third, you are what we at Salem Media Group call an appointment procurement professional. That's right. You're skilled and adept at gaining a face-to-face audience with key decision makers to investigate win-win opportunities. If this threefold identity describes you, call me, Nick Anderson, General Manager at 651-289-4408 or visit us at am1280thepatriot.com. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range 
range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own. Whether it's for your personal system or business, Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems a boot. Arby's Computer Service. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to the Biz 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart. Tune in and radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and invest worldwide. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Welcome back. King Bingy Show, the Biz 1440. Oh, I love my, uh, I love my listeners. Narn fans posted pictures of uh, some San Francisco uh, restaurant that is delivering quinoa in robot cubies or cubbies um honest to goodness um someone should take a movie from the late 1950s set in new york city and look for an automat uh that's what that is uh <laughs> that is what that is um anyway uh i i'm gonna return to something i said in the first hour because someone reminded me that we had played this clip uh, last week and it i think it bears repeating that it is hard, uh, there are a couple cautions to make. One, it's really hard to take some of the things you're seeing right now and, and extrapolate far down the road in terms of what's happening with, with, with uh, varieties. So let's take an example, travel. We played this clip last week. This was, um, I believe his first name is Ted Gimble from LaSalle Properties, uh, talking about what happened back in 2001 when we all thought, we wouldn't be able to travel anymore. Go ahead and play that clip for me, Brian. I think that'll be the last one, the last thing to come back, actually, because the, the economy is going to grow organically and innately in the second and third quarter because of the vaccines, uh, because of summer and hospitality coming back, that business travel won't need, businesses will think they don't need to do business travel for the second and third quarter. And what we'll start to see is eventually that's when the small scrappy companies put people on airplanes because they know that if they get in front of people, they'll be able to differentiate. I think it'll be a real emergence of the entrepreneurial company because they will travel and big companies to keep earnings being positive will pull back on T&E because that's where they met a lot of their profit numbers in 2020. So I think that that's, that's spot on. I, and I think that will happen again. I had that confirmed for me by uh, the person that directs our uh, hospitality and tourism program. He, he certainly believes that he's, cause he's remember, he remembered almost exactly that story. And I, I, I think that, I think that is, I think that is, that is true. Um, second, so that's point one. It is difficult to extrapolate at this moment what an industry is going to look like 5, 10, 15 years down the road. I went back and looked on um, uh, on a certain day in early March. I mentioned my wife looking at looking at the stock market and she she texts me and says, how much cash do we have in our in our in our uh, brokerage account still? And. I gave her the number and she said, okay, here's what I think you should do because she's to, to, to make sure she doesn't trade, uh, impulsively. She had me change the password and not tell her what it is. And so for almost 20 years now, I've been the only person that's traded the account, uh, the household account where the one that she used to day trade from. And so she gave me three names. Uh, and, uh, I can't tell you the names cause I'm not a stock stock advisor and I don't intend to be, I'm not doing that, but I, but I thought it was interesting that she would, uh, and, and we, we, and they were in 
they were in industries that were getting beat up. They were in airlines. They were in, it was in hospitality. Um, and it was, and it was, you know, she, she gave me a hospitality name. She gave me a, she gave me an airline name. Um, and, and, um, I said, okay, what about, what about one other one and, and something in transportation? And she said, that sounds good too. We bought those. Those have all done fabulously. Now, the whole market's up, right? So market has gained huge amounts since then. Um, but to get that much gain in less than a year, it's just hard to predict these things. So that's one thing I would put out there. The other thing, and I thank Narnfan for uh, pointing this out, uh, is that uh, um, is that I think what comes now is is to go back to the SLR story. You need some way to get somebody to hold treasury securities without having to induce them to do so with higher interest rates. You're going to have to some way force up. You're going to have to some way force down the price, excuse me, force up the price of treasuries and force down their yield. Now, how that's going to work, I don't know. Um, there are certain ways we could do that, but it's a form of financial repression. And that financial repression, I think, is part of what's coming to this country in the next couple of years. Because, again, you have to have a place to put the bonds. And if you don't want to come out in inflation, and you don't want to cut, and you don't want to cut government spending, and you don't want to raise taxes... You're going to need some way to increase the demand for money like it's been increased in the last year, such, or excuse me, the last decade, such that you've been able to print a whole lot of money without having the inflation happen. Well, you've now developed an addiction to this. And if all of a sudden people decide to stop holding dollars because they think, gosh, they're going to become less valuable over time. I think I'd rather hold something else. That's going to be a huge problem for the for what we see coming from this administration. 1.9 trillion now in the books and talk of three four trillion more it's going to be really hard to figure out how they will do that brian thank you so much for uh, spending time with us today and uh for your production work uh and i want to thank everybody else for listening super darn next week don't miss it we'll be back with you here also next week on the king banging show on the biz 1440 see you then Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. How'd you like to eliminate your expensive cable bill forever or get new satellite internet where cable can't go? Well, now you can have affordable satellite internet service for a few dollars a day. All you need is a mini satellite installed and you can have unlimited internet connections wirelessly in your home or office. And no cable boxes means unlimited connections and no clutter. You can surf the internet or stream any of your favorite television services with no cable. And the best part is, satellite internet service costs only a few dollars a day for your entire home. Yes, fast internet to surf or stream television for a few bucks a day. Call now for free details and learn how to drop your expensive cable bill. 800-430-8761-800-430-8761-800-430-8761. That's 800-430-8761. 
I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. I'm Staff Sergeant I'm Alex Staff Keaton. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as Reserve Citizen Airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. The 